AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 49, season episode 49, season 8, Fighting Cop Podcast. Um, change of scenery, so it sounds a bit different. It's because we're in a different place. Yeah. I'm currently sitting in John Bass's flat. Yeah. Which is kind of on the way to where I need to be. Sort of not really. And you can't, well, now I've come out of my way. Yeah, massively. But what he has given me um, is, I'm really hungover. <laughs> and you look great. He's so, supplied yeah. me a pint of Barocca, yep. two soluble codeine caffeine pills, yep. and a cup of tea. So I've got yeah. so much drink. There's so <laughs> much, and and I've, I've also doubled up with a Barocca and a cup of tea, and I'm feeling fine. I'm not even hungover. <laughs> What? Just what, to get involved. What, why is there so much drink on the table? Well, fluids is the way to make yourself feel better. So I thought after an excellent night of enjoyment and oh. satisfaction, we need to rehydrate. And what a night. Yeah. What a night. Honestly, I... Obviously, I've hated Wembley. I've, 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 I detest it, really, and we've gone into why that is mm. many, many times. So let's leave that there. But my brother's... My, my, my brother mentioned going, and I was just like... I was adamant I weren't going to go until... White Hart Lane's open again yeah and uh, it was one of the best nights I loved it so much and it was great to be back with my brothers because that's something we haven't done in a while and that's the thing when you think about football and you think about Spurs it means so much more to people than just the football yeah totally. more, there's much more to it 
Um, and we've seen with you know the reaction to David Al- Alfie Ward mm. this this week, loads of amazing, amazing tweets. And thank you everyone for for doing that. It's made him feel a lot better. Um, but fo- football does mean so much more. Mm. And I was going into the game, and me and my brothers were having a laugh. And we just loving being together, and and uh, it, was, it was just a funny night. And then to cap it off, we just did what we did. Yeah, smashed them up, good and proper. Yeah, get, get that down, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it last night, and I was thinking, like, before before the game, there was a lot of chat of, like, you know, they're missing a few players, we're missing a few players. But I, th- I think for us, it's like Kane and Delhi are, like, two flagship players that most German people would know exactly who they are. Yeah. They probably don't know the rest of our squad in the same ways that we would know some of their players that were in there. Mm. And so for me, it was a bit like, you know, an ugly, ugly guy is out on a night out, and this girl's sort of chatting to him. And what she doesn't know is he has got a massive piece. Mm. And when it got down to business, he delivered said piece yeah. in a way that shocked her brutally. <laughs> she was like, but "Wow!" In, in, in a nice way. I mean, she, you know, was consenting to the brutalisation, <laughs> but ultimately, she was shocked because that's what happened. We we shocked them with our massive piece. piece. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were. They were like, yeah. he pulled it out, and they were like, "Wow." Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ! And I'm not sure I can do this, Ooh. but I know I'm, I'm completely consenting. Yeah, I'm not sure that this is it's not going to fit, is it? Yeah, that's is that going to work? Because it, <laughs> it, it looks like this is going to be a bit painful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is this does will that get up? Yeah, will it? And these people that are watching, they're not going to enjoy it either. <laughs> yeah, some of them are. Yeah, actually, they, most of them are. Most of them are. But there's a small section that are really not going to enjoy it. Yeah, there's a small weird little bunch of the audience. Yeah, noisy little section to start with. Yeah. quieter and quieter. They don't it? watch the game. Yeah, they're just seeing and. Like have banners and be we're, weird. We're going to talk about Dortmund support, yeah, and see what you think about it. But um, what, what do you reckon? Just give us, give us it, just give us a Champions League. Don't I think they should just say congratulations. You've got the biggest piece uh, this yeah. year. Well done. Yeah, um, yeah, to have it, mate. You grew it yourself. Yeah, well done. Um, you know, you did it, but there wasn't no kind of huge plastic surgery. No, you, know, yeah. you didn't pay anything for it. No. You uh, you just you developed. You've it. organically grown a magnificent specimen. And what, yeah, what you've actually done is you've um, you've nourished it. Mm. You've nourished it. You haven't spent any money on it, but you've taken care of it. Yeah, and you've developed it. Yeah, you've got to a, become the piece that it is. Yeah, you've given it a good night's sleep, a nice um, like airy, spacious home to live in. Yeah. A lovely pair of Calvins. Yeah, you spent it around. Uh, should, we, should we leave this? Leave the penis in that. <laughs> <probably. laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, it was it was. It was such an accomplished performance. Yeah. First half, I thought that we were. I thought we. So I was listening to TalkSport for my sins, and they, they 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 were talking about how Dortmund had the first half. I thought the first half was even in as much as they stunk the place out. Yeah, like it was like watching Burnley, and I I couldn't believe it. I was like, they're either showing us way too much respect, yeah, or they're scared. Yeah, I thought it was weird as well because there was a lot of chat at half time like, oh, you know, Dortmund, you know, look like they're on the kind of on the up here, and this is quite a dangerous situation. I didn't really feel that they were like ripping us apart. I didn't really feel under pressure because I actually felt like you said they they kind of conceded a lot of ground, gave us a lot of time to get on the ball, and like that was you know our opportunity to to go from like you know transitioning through the midfield and trying to break them down. Mm. But they just were kind of resolute. Whereas the second half. It just clicked for us, I think. I think um, thirty minutes, about thirty-five minutes into the game, that's when it started to change. Mm. That they started to become a little bit leggy. I think they couldn't cope because you imagine the amount of concentration it takes for a side to stay yeah. in shape, to, to stay in, um, to not be pulled apart, and, and for what is that sound? My doorbell. Do you want to answer it? Nah. Why? Because I'm dedicated, mate. Well, it might be something. Yeah, it'll just be. Nah, it'll just be like Amazon or something. Go and answer the door. Nah, it's alright, mate. Honestly, what well, it might be. I mean, for your missus for Valentine's Day. No, well, it could be something for me from her. That go and like, just go and answer the door. Nah, I'll just leave it. Yeah. If he rings one more time, I'll run down there. But otherwise, I'll just <laughs> <laughs> doorbells are for a reason. Can you imagine if that's like one of them things where they like knocking your door, like if this guy answers, we're going to give him a check for a hundred grand. Go and answer. And then next door, go comes and out in the morning and goes. Oh, uh, never going to guess what happened to me. I want a hundred grand yesterday. Yeah. I just knocked on my door. Well, you deserve that. Fuck. Yeah. Well, there we go. I'm interested to see what it is. Oh, yeah. I think it would just be an Amazon delivery. Stick your hand out of the Shall look? Yeah, can have a look. All right, mate. <laughs> He's gone. Must have been Amazon. All right. It's all right. Never mind. Life um, goes on. It does. Um, where were we? Yeah, so, so it's, yeah. It was hard, it's hard for them to... It, they made it difficult for us, and we were passing it aside, and, and there were a lot of people around me complaining about 
you know, it was just sideways passing, there's nothing forward. But yeah. when, when the team set up the way they had done, and they have the discipline and quality, mm. especially the num- the guy at the back, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to bother butchering yeah. the number two at the back. Yeah. Especially good. You know, these, these, these are class footballers, and it, we had to be patient. Mm. And it got to about 35 minutes, and I noticed that we started to get in behind a couple of times. And I'm thinking now, this, this is going to turn. This should, if I understand football, yeah. this should turn in our favour significantly. And then, you know, it's in the second half, we got that early goal, and then they had to change the way they played. But they, yeah. even then, they couldn't really get out. Yeah, that, to be honest, I thought um, I thought Winks last night was fantastic. And I think he's one of the people that gets a lot of stick for the sideways passing. But I think the reason that he does that, and the reason that in certain games that's just inevitable, is when a team sits so deep, what you need to try and do is pull the match shape. So basically move it from side to side to create a little bit of space to then like, to get into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of the time, what looks like just a, a safe pass, sometimes it's, it's just kind of you're ticking the game over until they make a mistake. Mm. And you, what I've noticed the last couple of weeks with Wings is when we get to sort of like the last 25 minutes or in a game where we actually see an opportunity to strike, he starts to pick up the tempo with his passing. Mm. And I actually think Wings... Um, even though you know, I think most people appreciate him, still not quite getting the recognition that he should be getting because he is pretty much single-handedly running our midfield, yeah. and he's twenty-two, yeah, and he's just really this is his first proper season, and he's had significant layoffs in big time in injuries, and I just think like you think about last night, like he's playing against like Champions League level opposition, top of the Bundesliga, yeah. and he is the one on everyone on that pitch. He is the one who's ticking that game over. He is making things happen. He's our driving force going forward. Metronomic, very much so. Yeah. Um, it was, and his ability to turn out of a tight situation. Yeah. And we've seen him before loads of times, but it, it, Modric, yeah, Modric-esque. Mm. No, he's not Luka Modric. He probably will never reach that yeah. level, but there is something about the way he plays that he offers the same qualities as Modric did. Yeah, and he's also, I always think with him, like the way he sort of like hustles and bustles, always thinks sort of last 10 minutes he's going to fade, but he seems to like have a second wind in mm. every game we've had this season where we've needed something. And um, I thought he was one of the major reasons why we went on to get the sort of second and third goals because I really thought he was he was brilliant. Well, yesterday. well, you think of the pace and intensity at which he plays and the constant mm. like harrying and speed at which he carries the ball. It must be exhausting for your opposition, especially if you're tired yeah, in the last stages of the game. And when it starts to open up and you've got Winks just buzzing around yeah. constantly, and it's more it's like it's more than just buzzing around and being a nuisance. Yeah. It's actually effective as well. Yeah. And he's ne- I don't think he's ever going to have the eye to play that defence splitting pass. I don't think yeah. he has that in his quality where Modric did. Or hit the ball from range and hit the target most yeah. times. But he offers other qualities in the same way that Dembele would, could yeah. never do that. Yeah. Winks could potentially pick up where Dembele left off as well. Yeah. Um, Pulisic, the, the guy who's unbelievably, Chelsea have spent nearly £60 million on bringing him in. Yeah. I get that he was played out of position like on the left hand side he much prefers it on the right but Jaden Sancho plays who was okay Yeah, I think um, I think at times during that game both of them were like oh shit maybe we weren't ready for the Premier League Yeah, I'm glad I got loaned back to Dortmund for Pulisic and Sancho I'm glad I left yeah. because it's a bit it's the, I think the Premier League is probably the best league Yeah, in, in you know in, in, out of the top five European leagues it's the most challenging and coming to you know going winning the a, a, a German league that has a very weak uh, Munich side at the moment, mm. perhaps gave them you know boosted them more than than, than than the reality is for them. That was the worst segment I've ever spoken. <laughs> I was like, where am I going with this? I can I? I'm so hungover. May I have another? Segment? I woke up. I woke up in the morning. And I was like, I can't see. <laughs> he messaged me this morning just going yeah mate I can't see but I'm driving over I was like that's going to end well um, I'm trying to get to Pulisic yeah. saying that their mentality was wrong Yeah, and it just made me think well what about Spurs' mentality Yeah, and you think not only did we control the game yeah. um, we were forcing the game to make him play and you know we're the home side so you'd expect that but we scored two goals again in the last ten minutes yeah. it's, this is that isn't an accident this yeah. is not luck yeah I think in a, in a like kind of perverse way, this kind of like injury ravaged spell we're having might genuinely be the making of us because it's forcing sort of elements of the squad to to overperform in some ways, but also just just to grind out results. So I'm sort of hoping that when we get our sort of you know core starlets back yeah. in, in the sort of shape of Kane and, and Delhi, 
and those players start to come back into full fitness. We can apply that like mental toughness that we've got over these last few games. And I really do think it's like it's going to aid us in the long term because these are the results that we never used to get. We used to always concede one or not be able to break teams down. We're doing it now. Do you remember we the first season in the Champions League when yeah. we got knocked down to Europa League and we ended up playing Ghent? Yeah. And we lost. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Just, now, that was decades. <laughs> like that was a time when we couldn't. We had the Wembley curse. Remember mm. Wembley curse? Mm. Do you remember that? Fucking hell. Um, do you remember people saying, "Oh, you finish outside the top four because Wembley's going to fuck you over? Do you remember that? Yeah. Fucking proof. Um, <laughs> Son scored his ninth goal in 11 games against Dortmund. That's impressive, isn't it? They really hate him. You've got another impressive set. I have. He's also scored 11 goals in his last 12 club matches. And what does the report say to him? What is what? What did the reporter say to to Poch? So they asked him about this. Uh, and apparently, this season, whenever Son has scored, uh, Spurs have ended up winning the game. So Poch said in his post-match conference uh, press conference that next time when Sonny scores, I'm just going to go to the dressing room, shower, <laughs> and wait for the game to end. Love him, don't you? Yeah, it seems like a sensible tactic, to be honest. Um, how important? I mean, the, uh, he's so important that just uh, 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 do we need Kane? Do we need him? <laughs> Do we need, I'm not sure we need it. It's a nice option off the bench, isn't it? A little bit of cash. Look, he needs to earn his right to get back in that side. Because <laughs> for me, it doesn't walk straight back yeah, in. Yeah, I'm just thinking impact player, last 10, throw a couple of long balls in the box for Kane. To yeah, try and if we're struggling. Yeah, no, I mean, in all honesty, like um, with Son, I think like he has become like an essential player for us. And I was talking to a, to a friend about it um, this week. And I think the reason that he's so kind of crucial to us is he's the only player in our squad who's got genuine like pace, like rapid pace that, that terrifies defenders. Mm. And like when we used to have like Walker and Rose in both like full peak condition, we kind of got it from them. But now we don't really have that option. We don't, you know, if you look at like Ali and Eriksson and Kane, whilst they've got like a burst of pace or like an ability to pull away from someone, they haven't got that kind of rapid pace over a long period of time. Mm. And I think that that's what Sun does so well, and his movement is just like amazing. Yeah, I love him. He's, um, I mean, people are talking about him as a player of the year. Yeah, uh, I mean, do you, why why are people hesitant to say that he is a player of the year? I ge- I know you spoke about this on the pod before. I genuinely do think there is something in the fact of where he's from in the world that people think well, he can't be a good player yeah, because he's, he's South from Korea. Asia. Yeah, and yeah. I just I think that that's mental because if you actually look at his his stats, like even in the last two or three seasons, like he's, he's Goal records, absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about like certain players, and I'm going to say like players like Hazard, yeah, who is clearly like really talented guy, but he has spells where he doesn't do anything for months, and he lives off this. Oh, but he scored five in six games. There's like a narrative, isn't there, around around him? Totally. And yeah. I feel like Son is is kind of suffering by this old school football prejudice. Yeah, that where well, he can't be that good because from where he's from, and I, and I, I sort of. For that sake, I hope that he, um, you know, continues to like do what he's doing for us. We do something amazing this year, and he gets the recognition he deserves because yeah. he's been incredible for us. Yeah, like last night, we um, tweeted like because I was I was desperate to tweet and stuff after the game, but my battery had died, and I was like, oh, well, that's that then. <laughs> that yeah, that's like that's like four thousand likes. I'm not going to get <laughs> <laughs> again. Um, anyway, I'm going to go home. Was having a glass of wine, watch the game with my old man again. Yeah, oh, great. Because uh, that's what we do. We have a great night. Yeah, we'll, we'll then go home. And to watch it again, yeah, like that's that's like my, my missus can't get around that. Yeah, she, she like she's she's lovely, but like she's happy and she lets me watch all the football I want to watch. Yeah, and actually, do you know what? On Valentine's Day, massive thank you to her for just being so easygoing. Yeah, watch whatever you want, do what uh, you know. Um, and it's actually you get to a point where you're like, well, do you know what? I don't I don't want to watch that football match. Yeah, I'm not really bothered about Burnley and versus fucking. Newcastle, Newcastle. Right? yeah, yeah. Gross. So I will. I'll actually spend this time with you. Yeah, and um, and it works out. Yeah. As it's Valentine's Day, yeah. Well, do you want to say anything nice to York? Because will your missus be listening? I think um, she yeah, said, she, so. she put a, she put a tweet out this morning. She did uh, give me a little bit of a uh, little bit of banter, shall we say? Because I don't remember, but one of the pods we did was uh, on her actual birthday, and we'd got engaged the night before. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, tell this yeah. story. So, so basically, um, I've been planning to get uh, engaged for a little while, and I thought, well, perfect opportunity. It's going to be her birthday. I'll do it the night before, so we can like celebrate the engagement, and then the following day we'll do a bit of shopping in London, and it'll be her birthday, so it'll be perfect. So um, during that that day, so this is like the nineteenth of December. During that day, I get a message from Flav. Going, all right, mate, are you around for a pod tomorrow? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm oh, bang on that. I'd love to do that. Yeah. 
So I just messaged back going, yeah, mate, no problem. See you then. <laughs> and then so spent the rest of the night not worried about the engagement or the proposal, but more worried about how I'm going to I'm going to break it to read. I'm actually going to leave her on her birthday to go and do this. So I thought, right, well, the smart money is on do it after while well, she's absolutely buzzing. So I, I basically popped the question. Yeah. Then we went for dinner. Halfway through the main course, and I just went, oh, tomorrow. Um, do you want to like go to a spa for an hour for like a little massage on your own? She's going. On your. She's going. What? And I went. Yeah, you know, just have a, like, a couple of little treatments on me. It'd be lovely. And she goes, oh, I thought we were going to do some shopping. I went, yeah, I've got to do fine cock though, so <laughs> you've got some time to kill. Um, I, I just, on John's behalf, I apologise for yeah. him and, and, and for you. Yeah. No, she, mate, she's also, like your missus, really good with it. She understands and she gets that. Yeah, and I feel like you're taking the piss. Yeah, I, I am taking the piss because it's Valentine's Day and I did it on the day you know, yeah. we got engaged and on her birthday. So just Christmas Day, that's the next one. Yeah. Really looking forward to doing that. Yeah. Uh, our wedding day should be a laugh. Um, you know, so there's a lot, lot of things I can still like fuck up. So, plenty of time for that, mate. So, yeah, she should be alright. She'll get over it. Okay. Well, the, the, she'll, she'll get over it, and on Monday she won't. That's what yeah. I'm saying. John. True. That's true. I've been there. That'll be the day though when I'll just say, "Oh, Flav asked me to do, like fine cocktail, but I turn it down for you." <laughs> and she go, "Really?" And I just go, "Yep." And it'll just be the biggest lie of all time. <laughs> um, let's talk about the song. Then. Oh, mate, it's it's incredible that he's been with us seven seven and a half years, nearly eight years. Yeah. And he's just pulled his best performance I've ever seen him play. Yeah. In a position he doesn't even play. Yeah. It's like... Strolling. Yeah. He's just like, what? So, I'm centre-back. Possibly, yeah. Centre-back. But we've got no left-backs. Yeah. We've got no wing-backs. Uh, so, yeah, and you've got to play there. And he's like, but it's Champions League. I should, should probably I should be playing in my best position. Yeah. And Pochi, I, I, I agree. I agree. But look, we've signed no one. Yeah. I'm not gonna, we need you to play there. And he's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, go on. And not just does it. He just they could. I I kept saying to my brothers, he's a centre back. Yeah, <laughs> he's a fucking centre back, and he's marauding. <laughs> he's a maraud. He's like he's like watching fucking Roberto Carlos yeah. in his prime. Yeah, his delivery for Son's goal. Oh my god, what a ball! It was a peach. The thing as well about it is like sometimes like especially with like fullbacks they don't really look they just put it into an area which is fair enough and if you you're a bit like Trippier if you've got a good delivery and you can put it into an area it causes a lot of problems yeah. but if you watch it back like Jan he, he's got the ball at his feet and he looks up sees Sun start to make the move puts his head down immediately and whips it in so he's he's not just like put it in an area for the best he's actually put that ball into an area that he knows Sonny's like looking for so it's just like another layer of like technical ability but there was so much in that move and it was it almost made it impossible in the end for Dortmund to defend yeah. Son looked at him did the curved run yeah. behind that number two goal player I should yeah. know this shit yeah. and fucking this is ridiculous yeah. I should know this yeah. anyway not top rack the other one yes yeah. the the big one yeah he's like 19 or whatever centre back is he 19? yeah he's 19 Mate, we've got to buy him. Yeah, he's really good. I thought he was really good. Let's buy him. Yeah. I mean, and then I'll learn his name. And he, uh, <laughs> so, so someone's curved this run. Yeah. Jan's seen it. It's like, that's fine. Curls is him. And it's in the way he took the goal as well. Oh, mate. Do you know what pissed finish. me off? Robbie, I think it was Robbie Savage. Oh, Savage is such he a... He said it comes off his heel. Yeah. But doesn't, don't worry about that. He controlled it into the net. Yeah, he's passed it into the other side. So if you look at the keeper, when it came in, I thought... Well, open your body up and just pass it into that bottom, like that side of oh, the net. Oh, is that what you thought? Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, I'll start with Sunday. You've got to do it. I Sunny. <laughs> Let me tell you, Westing Sundays, yeah, 10 years. I think I know what I'm doing up front, yeah? <laughs> just open your body up. <laughs> open your body up and just slot it in, son. That's what you've got to do. Uh, but when I saw the replay, he'd like just bopped it in the top corner of the other side. If you look at the keeper, the keeper's put his weight on that side as well. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, it's yeah, just beautiful. Done it. it was. It, and um, it wasn't just, it weren't just the, the cross for that goal. It wasn't just the finish yeah. and the run for, for 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 the second goal. It was just his constant um, skill and ability yeah. to get past the, 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 their, their players, to deal with Sancho. Yeah. And in a way, I think actually not having Rose actually and, and having a more defensive-minded, mm. although on last night's display, Yama Tom didn't look defensive-minded <laughs> at all, but having someone who understands that the defensive side of his game probably a bit better than Rose mm. does. To then deal with an informed Sancho in the way that he'd done, and offer an attacking threat, yeah. like he was, he was in, in in a team that mostly played very well. He was head and shoulders above everyone. Totally, and I think it's one of them where you know a lot of players in that position. Like if you just said to him, a centre back, can you play left back? They'd go, mm, okay, I'll do it because I'm left footed. That's fine. He, he's played there fairly regularly, but I don't think he's ever played like left wing back before. And I get the impression that actually he's the sort of guy that would thrive on that because he probably thinks to himself. 
I'll be able to get up here. This would be quite fun. And I like going forward. Yeah, and I like going forward. And he's actually like, as we've spoken about before, like he's very good on the ball. Like he's a very good footballer. And I think last night, it looked like he was just loving it, like really enjoying that role. It didn't look uncomfortable because, like yeah. I said, he's so good defensively that he, when he has to tuck in, it just looked great. And actually, he's he's actually really good going forward, and I thought he was amazing yesterday. Any of you, uh, did any of you uh, sort of shit yourself a little bit when um, Foyf was put in the side? And not saying you don't rate Foyf. Yeah. But it's like, I, I in my head, I was like... I mean, it's a big game, mm. and we've seen him shoot himself a little bit and, and make big mistakes. Yeah, and you can't afford them in, in the Champions League, yeah. and he did and got away with one. Yeah, but very good on the ball. Mm. And I, I guess you know, did, was you concerned? Um, me personally, I guess no, because I I genuinely tend to look at the positives with players rather than the negatives. His like his ceiling and his positives are massive for me. Like he's very good, and in those situations where. Because I, I thought we were going to be under pressure and they were going to press us. That you need someone who can basically be calm under pressure and pass their way out. Um, but I do realise that essentially he's going to make two mistakes minimum a game. Now that sounds like quite a lot, but if you think that about... Is, that is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And last night, he, he could have got punished actually twice for, for mistakes. <clears throat> yeah. And he didn't. So I guess on another night that we're in, we're banging trouble. But for me, it's a case of... He's got, he's got to play like he's got to play in terms of his long term development mm. and therefore you've got to be aware that at some stage you might make a mistake last night we got away with it but mm. I actually think that he did do you know what I said which is like carry the ball and play the ball and it did yeah, he, he did he did I don't say he had a terrible game but the mistakes kind of overshadow mm. all the good stuff he did but the fact that we had a back three which again I was surprised by that mm. as well because we haven't been playing that at all and Pot tends to favour was it I mean, it was it was a back it was like it was fourth Alvaro and Sanchez, and mm. so, but then, then, then often we'd switch to a diamond as well. Mm. So it was like it was this constant transference of yeah. uh, formations and ideas, and it's really that's something uh, the, the potch has become kind of professional at, mm. and uh, really well. He's just really good at um, creating these very complex, yeah. uh, tactical games with the other yeah. team. Yeah. It's like it's a, it's like a formation that constantly moulding into two different things depending yeah. on when you got the ball and when you don't. Yeah, it's like it's genuinely like a game of chess, and like he's just becoming like a bit of a master, like grand champion, isn't he? He's like with every season that goes by, like those those games where or you know semi finals that we've lost. It seems like he is learning from those, and like he is starting to do things like like in games like where his substitutions yesterday, I just thought were like perfectly timed. Like even to the point where Flav's now on his third drink. It's <laughs> there, and keep drinking. Just keep lubricating yourself. Um, yeah. So basically, like yesterday with his substitutions in terms of the timing of like you know t- taking Sun off with a few minutes to go, um, just to, to kind of like save his legs, taking Sissoko off to save his legs, and like just moving things around just in order to kind of keep the momentum going at the right time. It's like we'd always used to criticise him about substitutions. Like he's changing that. Mm. Like the the fluidity of the formation yesterday was great, and it really helped us. And yeah, I just it's just so there's so many good things about yesterday. Like even Toby, Toby's playing on the left side of a three. Yeah, just spraying balls for fun. Peter North in balls all over the place. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought he was amazing yesterday. Was it the, the official Twitter account called him Lord of the Pings? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, spot on. I mean, it's I think the whole, the whole Dan Kilpatrick wrote in the standard yesterday that they the club expect him to leave. Yeah, you know there is that release clause, mm. but. Things might change because we don't we didn't expect him to stay yeah. last summer. We convinced he was going, didn't play any football. He played four games, four league games, from the point where he returned from injury to the end of the season. Now I don't I can't work out why that was. Yeah. Clearly I mean, he's not head and shoulders our best defender, but he's he's probably the best defender of the club. Yeah. You know, him and there's, there's daylight now. Yeah. Well, not much daylight rather, between Jan and Adavero, but so there was some reason why he wasn't playing. And we assumed it was because he hadn't signed the new contract, because he perhaps he didn't, yeah. perhaps didn't think he believed in what we were doing. And he starts the season and uh, barely missed the game. Yeah. He missed four games this season. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's stayed injury free. He's been he's been brilliant, and I, that's my only concern. Is like as much as I love Foyth, like obviously Jan is just incredible, um, and Sanchez is you know great option. You know, you can, if you needed to, you could play die there. If he leaves, like you would have to replace him in terms of numbers, but it's replacing that level of experience and that quality that I just think is so difficult to do for the sake of the money that he wants. And I know I don't want to get into another kind of conversation because we do it all the time about 
you know, where the club should spend their money. But I just I feel like if we can't afford transfers, that's one thing, um, because it is a lot of money to secure these players on on the deals that they want. Yeah. But I think that that should be the priority because you know the likes of Toby and Ericsson where we're getting into kind of contract wrangles. It's like we're not. Like, it's going to be very difficult to replace them for the money we're going to get in. Mm. Particularly with like yeah, and if we're only going to get twenty five million, how how the for, hell do you, for Toby you for Toby? Sorry, how how the hell do you replace him? Like it's it's crazy. You don't, and then I think based on what we've seen, it, we we won't replace him. Yeah. Potts will find another solution. Yeah, skip pull, it centre half, just run it, it. Yeah, or pull some <laughs> madness out of it. Yeah, like if you can turn Sissoko into mm. legitimately one of our best players. How good was he yesterday? So good. <laughs> Again, mate, we made that joke. I think it was after the Barcelona game. Yeah, about the gold head. Yeah, like mate, that's coming. That isn't. That is happening. That's so part of the delay. When yeah. we made that. What was we talking about? That was after the Barcelona game, wasn't it? And we what, basically and said, he, like, he, quite, he had a good game in midfield. Yeah, field, he was tidy. Like, yeah, he was unbelievable. And we said, like, if basically the, there was a plane crash, all the players died. Sissoko survives. Yeah, out the ashes, he That's takes right. the team forward, and he ends up getting the gold head on uh, above the new lane. That is the delay of the stadium. They're now moulding his head into gold. So yeah, can put solid it, gold. Yeah, so it can just hang just... over the, the sound stand. I I, <laughs> I love that. I like I like I like the idea of it. Kind of like. The, 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 the fashioning a kind of frame above the stadium mm. and it's just it's a massive gold chain yeah. that hangs down the huge Sissoko head <laughs> just hanging in the middle of the stadium just there and I like that it's the tradition that the, the players like um, when they come out to the pitch you know like at Anfield they, they hit the sign <laughs> all the players like look up and just like clap, the, clap it clap Sissoko to send some kisses up there yeah <laughs> and he's still playing for us yeah like, he's still there so they just shake his hand and they look up to his statue and just like <laughs> just pray yeah unbelievable I, look, we can't talk about him again but it's just it's a lovely thing and it's just a, again testament to Posse on oh, what yeah. he can do with average footballers yeah. and how little Incredible. we know uh, Michael Dawson did you see him oh mate that was one of my favourite moments yesterday so like, usually after games if I haven't gone like I, I'm immediately on Twitter because I just I, of course, I feel yeah. it's like part of the kind of environment to be around everyone else kind of getting involved in it all and um, yeah just like someone immediately was like Dawson is Spurs' best cheerleader yeah. and he was just going ballistic about the goal. Goal. Yeah, it was just so great to see I yeah. just he's, do you not see find that the vast majority of players that leave us Mm. tend to when they talk about Spurs they talk about we even um, Harry Redknapp said we mm. when he was being interviewed the other day on um, I think it was on BT Sport he said to talk about Tottenham as we and he was with us for like four years he's yeah. managed all kinds of clubs yeah. um, Dawson loves it and, and you can yeah. understand because he has a massive affinity with him but J- Janus talks about it in the same yeah. way we that he doesn't necessarily talk about it, about Forest or, or, or Newcastle yeah, his previous clubs I just think you know, Robbie Keane another one mm. We, it's like we leave a mark on. Yeah, it's like they 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 they, they found their their home. Pascal Chimbonda never said we. I don't even know if, if he realised he played for Spurs. Yeah, I, I think he just like thought he was just playing for some just random club. Like, just, do you know, there's a great story about Pascal Chimbonda. He was he was um, 2004 2005 I think it was. He played for Wigan. Yeah, they just got pumped at the at, uh, Highbury. As uh, four nil. And uh, the managers go mental at them. I think they've just been relegated. Yeah, they relegated. They got relegated on that day. Oh, Pascal Schimbal in the mid rank goes up to him, just hands him an envelope. Oh. Transfer request. <laughs> He's <laughs> had it prepped. He had it. He had it. In the event they got relegated. He didn't wait though. He just said, there you go. I'm not interested oh. in this. Part of the reason why they fucking went down, no doubt. Yeah, that's. That's pretty brilliant. We, we bought him from Wigan, I think. Yeah, and Defoe did that as well, didn't he? For West Ham, which is fine because it's West Ham. It's funny. Did he? Literally, I think it was the day after they got relegated. He just went in and handed in his transfer request. But this, that's why this, they were hating. But this, in the, this, was, this was in the, this was in the <laughs> changing room at Highbury as the manager was going fucking mental at them for being so shit. Yeah. He's, he's like, there's my transfer request. I really like the idea that he didn't prepare it, that he actually had a little scanner and printer with him in the changing room. He just popped it out, plugged it in, printed it off, and then just like sealed it, and then just went, yeah, hey, boss. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, William Eastman on Twitter, he says, are you even a real Spurs fan? If your first thought after the euphoria, the third goal had subsided, wasn't, how embarrassing would it be when we go out in the second leg? Um, yeah, that was my like initial thought was, 
fuck, 4-3 is going to be so brutal on aggregate. And then I just thought, no, actually, no, no, those, hopefully those days are behind us now. Well, you never say never, but yeah, that was my initial first feeling, of course. It, of course that's crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> of course it has. Yeah. Oh, they're going to have their players back and they're going to be really up for it and they've been humiliated somewhat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's different, different Tottenham. Yeah. Um, we, we were watching the game last night and uh, speaking to my brother, my brother's like, take the nil with me. Yeah, take nil, no way goals. Take it back to their place, get came back, take the nil. Yeah, yeah. take the nil. Half time. One nil, everyone's going mental. One nil, take one nil. 100% take one nil. Perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Perfect. Get involved, going to second. Perfect, one nil. One nil. Oh my fucking God, it's two nil. Two nil, yeah, definitely take that. We've got this, we're going through. And then my brother went, imagine we've got three. We're in the corner went, imagine, imagine. And I was like, oh, we might, we might. And then it glanced it in. I lost my shit. I, oh, I, 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 I'm usually quite a yeah like that. I was high pitched squealing I, and just, just I, I, I lost myself, just screaming, going ah, ah! <laughs> I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. It was, and it, it was actually more of a beautiful performance in in some ways than the um, Real Madrid game because Real Madrid mm. it was a bit more even and mm. we kind of just took our chances essentially. Yeah. But last night was something else completely. It was when we're getting the rewards that we want. And while the tie isn't over, yeah. they didn't get an away goal. We get an away goal out there, they are in, they've got to score five. Yeah, and the good thing about that is they're going to have to come at us, which leaves space two. behind. How many have got to score? Uh, 300, I think. <laughs> Maths is not my strong point. What was your um, But yeah, like they've got to come out. And I think that we'll, if we you know, play it kind of fairly smart, depending on who's back, obviously, if Kane's back then we can just kind of sit in, wait for them to, to over kind of commit and just hit them on the counter. And just, it's a lovely way to play when you rest came for that one. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I think you rest him. Yeah, no point. Yeah. yeah just bring Janssen in. They sort of, they've, they've, they've mentioned um, that Kane, they've like, been shocked at how fast he's returned. Yeah, it's it's like so far ahead of schedule. And he, I remember what he said, and we talked about it when he got injured. Because they're talking about Burnley, which is next week. I know, I can't believe Poch that. Potch said, he, Poch said he looks like he's going to return to training next week, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's matched it. Sure. And this is, we're currently 14th of Feb, and they predicted possibly the beginning of March, originally. Yeah. And he said, no, no, I'm aiming to get back in February. Guy's incredible, isn't it? And it's all about this visualise to realise. Yeah. Do you reckon, see, I've got this, I've got this like working theory about Kane. When he was on loan, like Leighton Orient and all these like places, that he was at a real low point and he was just sat in the change room on his own and he gets a little knock on the door and it's Lucifer and he comes in and goes, right, if you sell me your soul, I'll make you the greatest English footballer the world's ever seen. <laughs> and Kane's just sitting there like in Leighton Orient's changing room, just looking around, just like the smell of deep heat and piss everywhere. Yeah. And he just goes, yeah, fuck it, go on. <laughs> and he's just, his meteoric rise has just gone from like this next level, he's like yeah. out of this world. And I reckon like moments like this when he's injured, Devil just goes, right, if you sell me your daughter's soul, yeah. you'll get back for Burnley. <laughs> and he's gone, yeah, fuck it, go on. He'll just do anything. He'll just sell his wife. His... For football. Yeah, for football, for Spurs. Right. That's why we love him. And the Devil also knocks on Sissoko's door. Yeah. <laughs> so Musa goes, you can sacrifice Janssen's life force yeah. for your own. Yeah. Would you take it? And he's gone, yes, obviously. <laughs> no, I reckon he goes there. Nah, it's alright, I'll do it myself. Yeah, he's just got, I've got Potch, I don't yeah. need the devil, I've yeah. got God. Maybe that's what Potch is. Maybe Potch is Lucifer. Oh, maybe it's Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, he's taking all the souls. Yeah. He's, you know, he's hiding in plain sight. Yeah, that's good. He's just got a, yeah, alright, leave it there. A lot of analogies. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, THFC since 76, uh, he replied to one of our tweets last night, he said um, about the, the Ali and Kane even getting mm. back into the side. 18 Premier League games without Kane since that Villa free kick. We've won 14, drawn three, and lost one. That people say, well, they used to say, a oh, one-man team, yeah. that Kane team. That's that's incredible, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, that is amazing. Um, and, and I guess it's just like, it is a testament to what Poch can do with limited resources. And also, maybe do we do we just like do ourselves a disservice like our other players are actually really good as well and we just because we've got such a like talismanic like player like Kane that we forget actually these other players are brilliant as well are really good yeah. yeah and even the ones that even the ones that perhaps we deem to be below our level aren't actually they kind of work in a Pochettino system that enables us to, to, to kind of progress and you think about Foyf and then he has his limitations but Poch trusts him mm. 
and but look what Posh has done with everybody. Yeah. So why not just leak, you know keep allowing it to happen? And it's clear there's so much more going on than than, than a team that's, that's just built around Kane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we've played we've played great football when he's been out. Yeah. Our results speak for themselves. Some of them you'd expect us to have won. You know the home games. The home games are the last three in the league. Yeah. You expect us to win those games. But the way that we played, the way we dug out those victories, late goals in, in most of the games, it shows a belief in that the, the Pochettino has created, a faith in each other and the, the ability that these players have. Yeah. And like I say, with controlled games, the only one, Leicester, which we didn't deserve to win, I thought Leicester were much better than us. Yeah, but they were good. That was a different type of achievement by you know winning that game. Yeah. Um, and then you go into this game against Bruce Dortmund they're flying they're top of the league they're flying and it's just like oh, well, don't worry about it we haven't got Kane but we have a system and we've got Pochettino so never fear Yeah, we can have everything this season we can have it all imagine that Champions League Premier League Cup double Cup, I, cup League double can I just lay something on you you, yeah. know, you know I said um, ages ago now and it's come up a few times on the pod about the consistency right yeah. If we win all of our games, yeah. we'll win the league. Yeah, That's a fact. That's not me just saying, oh, if we win it, we've got... Mathematically, if we win all our games now, we'll win the league. So let's just no, do not, that. Not mathematically. Yeah. You said maths weren't your strong point. Yeah. But we, yeah, because we're, we're playing with yeah, Porn City. Yeah, we're five, they're five points ahead of us. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but the momentum would carry us over yeah, the line. There's that's no what I mean. If we, if we win every game this season yeah. and don't win the league... I'm fucking giving up. Yeah. Well, it will never happen that, for us. That would be the ultimate Spursy, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Is that we win every game to the end of the season and then don't win the league. And this, and I think people have a fear factor around Liverpool and Man City. Like, people go, well, they're really good and they've spent loads of money. We're as good as them. Yeah. On our day, we're as good as them. Yeah. It's just that we haven't spent any money and people get it twisted in their head. Yeah. And also, like, you know, I, I mean, realistically, we're not going to win every game. But we could. That's that's the, the, the kind of beautiful thing about it is, like you said, we've got to play those two. Mm. And it's like, we could go there and get the results we need against them. And that would put us in an amazing position to do something. And it, and it would show as well, like, we've got points-wise and, like, amount of wins at this point in the season. Like, this is the, the kind of most amount of wins we've had at this point in, in the season. And I just think it's like, we... We're getting so close. Like we just need to. We need to kind of keep doing what we're doing because we are so so close. Um, do you know, can, I, can I tell you something? Yeah, go on. We're not going to play another game for ten days. So right. we're, we're, we're going to, well, we've got not tell the FA Cup. Yeah, oh, that's sort of no. That's good. That is good. But it's just like <laughs> we've played. Every, it feels like we've played every day. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but but you get into that, don't you? I start enjoying it. Just like oh yeah, just like going right. Who have we got tomorrow? It's like we played no, last night. No, true. That's true. I, I for, for fans, it's good because it, it's just lovely watching Spurs at yeah. the moment. But the players, in terms yeah. of recouping, yeah. getting those players back, not having had to miss any other games. Burnley looks maybe too soon for Kane, Kane but they're saying yeah. he should be in the squad. Yeah, you know that this is great. Like we've got players, we've got. Two, uh, two crucial players yeah. coming back into a side that's fucking flying. We haven't, you know, Kane's going to come back. Yeah, the Ten best striker in the world is coming back into our team. It's crazy. Just in time, fresh for the running. Yeah, so good. We're going to win the league. We are going to win the league. We're going to win all our games, even and though even though it's a five point gap. Somehow, by doing that, we get a bonus yeah. of another three points. Yeah, the Premier League go. They deserve it. They go. They've just won loads of games in a row and beaten City. And yeah, and, so and the last the season they deserved it. Yeah, they? they just go actually. And they've been doing it with Sissoko, and suddenly Sissoko's amazing. Yeah, look, I mean, they're doing a lot for, for people. What well, I think is, yeah. They're rebuilding lives. Levy should just sit down with the devil, and the devil should go, look, <laughs> <laughs> you can sacrifice the cheese room, and you'll win the league. And he's gone, fuck it, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> he wouldn't, but there's money, there's money in the cheese room. Yeah, there's money in the cheese room, for sure. Um, and, you know, look, there's the, the, the rest the rest of the providing, actually, no, I'm not going to talk about game three. Let's just play the next game. Yeah, let's just see how we get on. Um, Flores Phil says, which squad member do you think goes all out on Valentine's Day? Which one hates it the most? Also, what are your worst Valentine's Day stories? Hmm. Um, um, what you got to answer? Um, I think who goes all out for Valentine's Day? I know it seems a bit obvious because we say it's pretty much the answer to every question, but I feel like Winksy's a right little romantic. Yeah. I, think he, I think he loves it, yeah. Because I reckon he's got like a, a kind of a couple of girls that he's had since he started becoming a bit more like into the mix I mean, had. as in like he started dating yeah. like a bit more uh, another, another level of girls I think Winx is a virgin 
Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he's dating. He's been on his boat. Yeah, that's what I mean. He hasn't got over the line. Yeah. He, can't, he can't close. Exactly. So when you're in that scenario, you're trying to do everything you can to close. So maybe he's like whining, dining, taking yeah. to the theatre, like big bunch of flowers, like, yeah. and he's really surprising him. Yeah. Because he's really going all out because that's what he thinks he needs to do to seal the deal. And actually what he needs to realise is that that's just not necessary. Treat him like treat him like scum. They love it, mate. <laughs> that that is necessary. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day is. You hate it. Yeah, you? I, I don't hate anything. But you're a bloody bloke. Because I'm such a bloody guy. No, I just I, for me is like the archetypal um, kind of commercial way to get money from people, which is like let's create something. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. You buy presents for your loved one. But what that really means is guys go and buy stuff for women and make us loads of money it's not actually you should be nice to your um, significant other all year round yeah which I'm not that either but <laughs> yeah, that's you, the plan you're just <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do yeah. I mean I'm not the example of that um, I, well, Sissoko I reckon he just <laughs> he goes home boots the door open yeah and doesn't look at his wife and just throws a Tesco sandwich at her head <laughs> Tree and sweep on, <laughs> but not at her like that. Just yeah. Dismissively, just throws at her, yeah. and just just stands watching the telly. Yeah. And he doesn't sit down; he just stands poised in the middle of his living room. Yeah, st- sticks on like Dave. <laughs> what a lie to you! Just like a fucking bang. So Dave just stands there, poised in the middle of the room, never sitting down, just, just tensing, <laughs> yeah. just like really flexing his muscles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then after about four hours of watching Dave. He just turns around, just goes to bed. <laughs> Standing there for four hours watching Dave. Just turns around, just marches up to bed, just puts his head down, and <laughs> just lies there and sleeps. Yeah. Amazing. That would be good. And then he rings up Pascal Chimbonda, and Chimbonda comes over with his mobile printer, prints him off just like a just happy Valentine's Day on an A4 bit of paper, and he just slides it under his missus' pillow. So when she wakes up, she goes, Oh, he does care. Yeah, yeah. He's been employed Pascal Chimbonda. Yeah. I've never had any nightmare Valentine's Day stories. But did you hear about there's a there's a ban on Valentine's cards at this school? Um, I don't know whereabouts it is, somewhere in the UK. Because basically this six-year-old sent a Valentine's card to his missus. <laughs> <laughs> they sent it to his, his teacher. Sorry, his teacher. Yeah, what was this? What was that? <laughs> it was like, happy Valentine's Day. I'd really love to plough you. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I, I'm going to plough you into the middle of the next week. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like six. He's, he's heard someone say it. And he, yeah. like, if I was a teacher, I would crack up at that. Yeah, thing. it's hilarious. Not what you want a six-year-old to be saying, really. It's not ideal. And, you know, don't like women... I, I, as I understand it don't really like being ploughed no, <laughs> no <laughs> especially that's... on a day like today yeah the, the, this is the day for love making yeah not ploughing yeah. Um, yeah yeah but aside from that I've not really had any shocking Valentine's days no I mean the, one of the best ones I've had was when I went to Prague with, with Spurs yeah that's not bad is it yeah and we played Slavia Prague and uh, we beat them and they did um they, they the Prague ultras held up a big red rose. It was like the least ultra thing I've ever seen. That is a bit weird. Isn't yeah, it? What, why like all ultras of like European club? They're just weird. Like I feel like our football culture is just like it's just blokes together. The club is essentially like the group, like force of the fans. Yeah, and it's that like we sing about players and about the club and we love it being together. Theirs is just so manufactured and cringe. Well, it's their culture yeah. for a start, and like we could like. I used to be a big, like, I used to be really into European ultras, uh, kind of the way they supported football. I thought that was the right way. Noise, yeah. 90 minutes, um, and, you know, looks amazing, flares, pyro, jumping, all that. Now, I, like, last night especially, I was looking at it, and I felt this every time I've seen Dortmund. Yeah. Is, it, they, they, what, what are they getting from this? Yeah. And, and after a while, the players are just going to, it just, they don't hear it anymore. Because yeah. even me, like when, when it was like ambient noise in the end. Yeah. When they stopped, it was weird. It was like oh, they stopped singing. But when they started again, it was just like this ambient. It was the sound of the game. Yeah. The, 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 they showed them on on telly. The geezers at the front and the drums—they're not watching. The, they're yeah, not they even got watching. Back to it. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's like what are you do. You paid all your money. You're all over here. Just to, it's almost like they're the the attraction. Yeah. And it's not the. I don't know. It was. Uh, I, I, the older I get, the more I think that's the last thing I want to ever see of it. In, yeah. in, and and I think that's what why people are looking at Liverpool. You know, like <clears throat> you know, before the game against Bournemouth, mm. about two thousand of them waiting for the coach to come in, yeah. 
And it's like, get, get, you, you lot are fucking weird. Yeah. Just get in a pub. Do you know what offended me so much the other day? I'm going off on a massive tangent here, but they were talking about um, like Liverpool and the usual cringe bullshit. Like, oh, you know, before a big Champions League game, it's amazing. And uh, I can't remember who, which ex-player it was. I think it might have been Paul Ince, actually. He was talking about it. Um, the City game. Do you remember when they smashed up their bus? Yeah. Year? And he just breezed over it. He was going, yeah, they get there early, they're passionate. I know there was a little bit of trouble, but, <laughs> you know, I was thinking, they smashed up the bus! But I don't, I'm, I'm less... I've got less problem with them smashing up the bus. Yeah, than just being cringy. Yeah, more more than said. But someone there's this Liverpool Twitter account where you don't see this at other football oh, clubs yeah. Fuck because off. we're not fucking weirdos. That's <laughs> why because we're in the pub and talking to our mates, and it is we don't obsess over this fucking. Oh yeah, it's so cringe. Odd, strange bunch of fans who I've got no time for. Yeah, very odd fan base. Yeah, um, I think we've been going for about an hour. Yeah. No, 45. But um, it's about all I can manage. Yeah, I'm you're trying, just struggling. Trying hard not to be sick on your... I mean, the carpet's floor. the worst bit of the house, so feel free. Um, there's a there's an iron mark in the middle of the floor. So just, just a little tip for <laughs> the gents out there. If you ever spill wax on a carpet, you might read online the best way to get it up is to basically put a towel over the area and then iron the towel. Get a thick towel. Because <laughs> I did with a thin towel, went straight through the towel, and then I've got a nice iron mark literally in the middle of the middle of I've the I've seen carpet. worse iron marks on carpets, so I've said. Really? Yeah. Is so that yeah, a common occurrence, is it? I've seen it a few times, yeah, especially oh, right. in university. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 33. Shouldn't, shouldn't be happening to me. Very true. Very true. Um, all right. Thank you for, for listening to the Fighting Podcast. We'll be back by FansBet. Um, if you like a better football, then sign up to them, fansbet.com. And remember to select the fighting cock in the drop down. Um, we've had haven't had some issues with the tickets for the live shows, the live shows, the fighting cock socials, yeah. the Dortmund and Chelsea. Um, but they'll be up shortly, and you know, just keep an eye on our Twitter and uh, Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's it, John. Thank you, mate. Hey, it's been a pleasure. I hope you're fully hydrated. I've finished all my drinks. <laughs> That's a good effort, mate. Actually, I've got half one, but I just can't fit any more water. Yeah. Just, you know if you drink too much water, you can die. Yeah. That's what I felt. I'm on a yeah. break of that at the moment. Yeah, don't do that. No. You'd have to, what would you do? Would you call Lamb, is it? I know, probably call the Coast Guard. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.